Hello, I am Dylan Thompson. Thank you for tuning in to From the Cheap Seats. Thank you for subscribing, leaving a rate and a review. Um, no matter which platform you're on, that being iTunes or SoundCloud. But I do have something to share. Uh, I, I'm I'm well under a month before I move back into back into the dorms at Ball State University. Uh, am I excited? Yes. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, but for the sakes of this experience we we have here, it's not ending. But I will admit that it will be much harder. I've been been blessed to have a spare bedroom to record in while at home. Um, obviously, that will not be the case um, at school. Uh, but I, I should, very lightly on the should, but I should be able to get it done and find a way to do it. Um, before we get into things, let's let's mention the Gold Cup. If you don't know what the Gold Cup is, it's a, it's it's one of the little tournament. Things, international tournaments for, for uh, international soccer. Uh, your men's United States team will be playing against Jamaica tonight. Uh, that's 9.30 Eastern time. Um, hopefully I get this this bad boy out before then and enough time for you to listen to this and still catch the kickoff of that match right there. Um, what do I think is going to happen in that game? I really think the that America will run away with it, um, get the gold cup, but what's important about that is that after winning that, I think that will give us a lot of momentum when we play um, some very important qualifying games for the World Cup. Uh, we have three games left. Uh, we're currently in third of our um, qualifying division group, whatever you want to call it, whatever is more familiar to you. Um, we're currently third. The top three move on to the World Cup. Um, but we're only one point ahead of Panama. Um, so with that being said, we do have a game on September 5th. That'll be against Honduras. Um, Honduras, not a not a very good team there. Uh, we've already beat them uh, 4-0 earlier uh, this year. So we should, should get a victory there. Uh, then we play Panama, a huge game. Um, we tied them earlier, but this game is uh, October 6th. Panama's a team that's only a point back. So that's a key game there. And then the last game we have rounding out qualifying is Trinidad and Tobago. Sorry if I'm butchering that. I, I'm doing the best I can. But that's October 10th. Um, so a quick turnaround between October 6th and October 10th. Uh, but Trinidad and Tobago, whatever, uh, they're uh, they're at the bottom of the qualifying. I wouldn't worry too much. We beat them 2-0 earlier this year as well. Um, so I really think the men's team is looking very well to get to the World Cup. And I'm also predicting that they will because I'm hopeful. Win it, and we'll get there. Uh, get out of our group, we'll get there later. But, yeah, I, I, I predict we're going. Um, I always love it when, when the, the World Cup is, is summer, whether it's men's or women's. I, I love it. I enjoy it so much. Um, almost one of my my most enjoyable summers is – is when those are on. Uh, it's it's great to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. It's great to go to um, I, I really Buffalo Wild Wings is the only place I went to watch them. But it's it's fun um, to be around and just almost unite as a nation uh, with people you don't even know um, and cheer for the same team while, while you're there. But anyway, also a big headline um, 
not just tonight, but all week, it's Shark Week. And how this ties in here was Michael Phelps racing a, a shark. So, with with the way they advertised and, and, and the way they worded the advertisement and the way they, they even titled the show, one would be led to think that they were literally going to have Michael Phelps in one lane, a shark in the other lane, and they were going to race. Now, that is good television. That's great television. That is fantastic television. But did that happen? No. And I don't... They did a computer simulation. I, I get the safety precautions. I mean, there, there was a guy, I, I don't know exactly what his title was, but he was quoted saying, there's no way we could actually put a shark in Michael Phelps' lane to lane and have them race. What do you mean? People go underwater in cages all the time. Why not put a cage down the middle of a pool or the middle of the ocean, the middle of some type of water, and have them race side by side? But no, they went with the computer simulation. A lot of people are upset. Me being one of those people. Um, it wasn't the hype that I was expecting, to say the least. Uh, and, and, and Michael Phelps still only lost by, I think it was two seconds. Um, but I think it's all baloney because they didn't race side by side. Now, you can tell me he, he almost beat a, a shark by two seconds. But whatever, I want to see him racing side by side. Don't say he can't do it because we can do it literally put a cage down the middle of a pool we have the money to even build a pool long enough to get an accurate race and put a cage down it down center then you can do lane by lane that would make sense that's how you advertised it so please do it that way coming from a guy who's learning about media and in media strategies probably would have worked out better for you discovery channel to actually have them race side by side I bet your uh, your Shark Week numbers have gone down a little bit after the disappointment came Sunday night. <clears throat> but nonetheless, the Shark dominated. Yeah, you couldn't say dominated. I tried to tie in this next topic with, with that. The Shark didn't dominate. He won by two seconds. But who is dominant? Jordan Spieth. Okay. Shifting gears to golf. Jordan Spieth, I think, is the most dominant player in any sport I've seen. You can you can say LeBron. You can say Steph Curry. I, I can't think of a, a baseball figure that you would classify as, as dominant. Um... You could say Novak Djokovic. You could say Rafael Nadal. Colin Cowherd said Tiger Woods. I'm trying to think of more sports. But but no, I don't. Now, granted, a lot of the a lot of the other sports are team sports, so it's hard to find a, a standout and have him be so dominant. 
But first of all, let's break down golf. Okay, golf in general. Golf is a sport that for some, they turn on Sunday afternoons to take a nap. I apologize in advance, but that's NASCAR for me. Um, Just don't get NASCAR. It's, It's left turns. I went to a NASCAR race. That was exciting. Being there, yes. Well, the only exciting part was like the first three laps and then you get on your phone and, 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 and you walk around and then the last 10 laps are cool. But I digress. Some people turn on a nap. Some people start watching it Thursday morning and watch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. My grandpa being one of those people. Some people only watch the Masters. Some people have the golf channel on all the time. That's the appeal that golf has. It's a sport that for me, I I wouldn't say I learned to I, I learned to enjoy it. I, I grew up to enjoy it. I love watching golf now. Now, with that being said, playing golf. Maybe that's why I enjoy watching it so much because I understand how hard that sport is. I played baseball. Hitting a baseball to me will always be the hardest thing to do in sports. You can throw anything at me. I don't care. Hitting a baseball is the one hardest thing to do in sports. It's unreal. Me working in the bats. Working in the clubhouse at the bats. I hear batters talking to the hitting coach. And these guys want to know. Every pitch he has. The velocity range for each pitch. And the percentage they have to throw that pitch. That's how much hitters try to cheat. And it's not cheating. Cheating isn't the right word. But I, I, I can't come up with a better word. So we'll stick with it. But but hitters try to cheat as much as they can to be able to hit that ball because it's so hard. In baseball, you are expected. Well, you're not even expected. Let's say this. In baseball, if you succeed three out of ten times, you're unreal. You're that that's all-star. You're Hall of Fame. If your completion percentage as a quarterback was was 10 for 30, mm-mm. that's not good. Think about it. If if your shot percentage You shot six for 20. Mm-mm. If you get a base hit six times out of 20 at-bats, you're batting 300, and that's what people are striving for. People strive to bat a 300. Okay, so with that side tangent on how hard baseball is and how hard it is to hit a baseball, that, that went a little too long. I, I, I apologize. But... So, I grew up playing baseball. Baseball, hard to hit. Okay, now, I play golf. I haven't finished a round of golf without losing every ball in my bag. 
I went to what was the place called? I think it's Ben's Bargain Barn. It's a it's a place in uh, on a on the strip where I live. If you have one, is you compare it to a Goodwill, you could say. Um, but I went I went to Ben's Bargain Barn and and bought a bucket of a hundred balls because I knew that I would lose them so quickly. That's how hard golf is for me. When I'm teeing off, I I make sure there's no cars. I make sure there's no pedestrians. I make sure there's sure there's no other there's not other golfers because I don't know where the ball's going to go. That's how hard golf is, okay? So, and if you play golf, you understand. It's not easy. So with that being said, and, and that that is demonstrating how impressive it is to be at golf. Now, in golf, there are four majors. You have the Masters, the British Open, the U.S. Open, and the PGA. Okay? Jordan Spieth has won three of those four. And he's what, 24, 25, maybe 26. He's well under 30. And he's won three of four Masters. If you win four Masters, that's called winning the Grand Slam, and you are elite. There are what, five, maybe? Somewhere in that area, five guys in the entirety of golf, and these are big names. Obviously, uh, yeah. But five guys who have completed the Grand Slam. Golfers will play well past 40. Jordan's not to 30, and he's three-fourths of the way there. I don't think, I can't think of anyone more dominant than that. If you do, shameless plug, tweet at me, okay? At from underscore cheap seats, okay? Yeah, tweet that one at me. I'd like to hear what you have to say. You would think that if you were the president or the commissioner, president or commissioner of the MLB, the NBA, the UFC, that you would have tickets to the Super Bowl, to the World Series, to the finals, to the Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather fight. But guess who doesn't? Dana White. You're telling me that the president of the UFC doesn't have tickets to, I don't know if you could call it the biggest fight, but mm, it's something. This fight is historic. It's meshing two brands. It's meshing two sports. It's like Michael Jordan playing for the White Sox. 
Tim Tebow playing for the Mets. That's special. Boxer and an MMA fighter. An MMA fighter and a boxer. Getting in a ring. And Dana White can't get tickets. He has to buy his own tickets. That's that that business is uh something to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. Along with the the UFC, um a fight coming up that let's just forget about Mayweather and McGregor, even though they have all the media. John Jones and Daniel Cormier are going at it again. I think this is the third time. Second or third, at least the second. This is a good one. This is one that I'm, I'm saying you should buy. If you have the money, you should buy this. If you enjoy fighting at all, you should buy this fight. These guys, if you think McGregor and Mayweather hate each other, mm-mm. That's a sh- that, that is a show, okay? That is a show. Cormier and Jones? It's, it's something. They hate each other. They, they absolutely hate each other. They, there's no way around it. They, they don't like each other. Um, then they're not afraid to say it. They're not afraid to admit it. You see, you'll see, you'll see. It's a fight you should get. John Jones also, and, and something else, um, something else. Uh, but okay, first of all, I'm just get out of the way. John Jones challenged. I, I'm if you saw me right now, I'm putting quotation marks around challenged. To Brock, challenge Brock Lesnar to a fight. Now, you don't know who Brock Lesnar is. Brock Lesnar is a fella who mm, just search Brock Lesnar and you'll see what I'm saying. A scary guy. He's got about 10 pound dumbbells as hands. The muscle on the guy. It's unreal. He's a huge guy. Was heavyweight champion at one time for the UFC. Has done some WWE stuff. Um, but John Jones was on a Facebook Live. And I didn't watch the whole six-minute video. But from the little bit that I did watch, it, it almost sounded like, and I am assuming here. What I'm assuming is that someone might have said, ha-ha, commented on it. You should fight Brock Lesnar. That's a joke. John Jones, as a fighter, a nitty-gritty fighter, someone who doesn't back down. And in this tone that I'm sharing with you, oh, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't mind fighting Brock Lesnar. I think he's a great guy. It'd probably be a real good fight. Now, I'm assuming that that's why John Jones said that. Now, if that didn't happen and John Jones just randomly said that, I get it. That's a challenge. But with the demeanor he was in and then the way he said it and, and the words he even used, it was almost like, oh, yeah, it'd be a good fight. Sure. So now the media is making a big deal saying John Jones challenged Brock Lesnar. 
And yes, it would be a good fight. Be great for the UFC. By the way, if you can hear barking, like I said earlier, I'm in a spare bedroom. I think my, my pup might be seeing someone out front. Um, and all 30 pounds of her is really going to guard us off here. So I apologize if you heard that. But back to John Jones. It's great for the UFC. It'd be a great fight. Two big names. Two big names in, in anything is big. Not not just UFC fighting. I mean, we're talking any commercial you see on ESPN. They always pick someone out from each team. Steph Curry and the Warriors take on LeBron James and the Cavs. It's always big names. It's, it's marketing. So, would it be cool if it happened? Yes. But somehow you're going to have to make up a 50-pound weight difference and when you figure that out get back to me because if i can drop 50 pounds like that ooh, i want to be on that plan i'm trying low carb right now it, it's working it, it, i've kind of plateaued so i got to get over that plateau but low carbs not too bad and i come to A game that I'm calling who's the victim and who's innocent. And we're talking about LeBron or Kyrie. Which one's the victim and which one's innocent? To catch you up, if you have been following, basically uh, it was released that Kyrie asked to be traded. Now, If, if I'm Kyrie Irving, you got to think, okay? So, let's think. First of all, where, where are you going to be traded to? Where, where do you want to be traded? Do you want to be traded on the side where, yeah, you might make it to the, to the conference finals, and then you're going to get beat by the Warriors? Or would you rather be traded to another team where you already are and then try to beat the Cavs and, and probably the same thing happen where you, you get to the conference finals and, and lose again? So why why aren't you just staying on the team that is, is going to the finals the past three years? Why aren't you staying on that Cavaliers team in Cleveland and trying to build that? I talked about it last week. It was almost the same discussion about LeBron. But so Kyrie wants to be traded. He wants to be traded to a different team and I guess start something new there. But LeBron didn't take it too lightly. LeBron said, and I quote, the next, I'm not quoting, because I, if I miss a word, then it's not a quote. I learned that in English class. But LeBron said something along the lines of, if I see Kyrie, I'm going to beat his ass. And that's strong words. Strong words. Cavaliers also just signed Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, a... Uh, uh, 
a former MVP. Could you say big four? Maybe. I mean, obviously not equaling the big four that the Warriors have. But, I mean, you have four very good players. You have four very good all-star players. We're talking Kyrie Irving. We're talking LeBron James, Derrick Rose, and Kevin Love. But why does Kyrie want to be traded? Traded. Wow, that was something. Traded. Excuse me. But why does Kyrie want to be traded? Me? I don't know. I don't see it. Doesn't make sense to me. Other people in the media say that he's tired of being in LeBron's shadow, which I get, but I don't get. It's LeBron James. I can't think of of a player that wouldn't be in LeBron's shadow. LeBron's the best player in the National Basketball Association right now. There's no argument there. And honestly, I'm going to be honest. I love Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving has grown to be one of my favorite players that are playing today. But it doesn't matter what type of numbers he puts up. It None of that matters. Game seven, you have one shot left. Who is going to have the ball? LeBron's going to have the ball. They might even double team LeBron. They keep the ball out of his hands. There's no way LeBron isn't the go-to guy. And yeah, Kyrie, you're you're not Batman. But Robin's a cool dude. Count your blessings. I've been to the finals the last three years. You're telling me that if LeBron wasn't on your team two years ago, you would have won that finals? No way. But you hit the shot. LeBron had the block. Again, 9.30 Eastern Time. Tune in. Watch the Gold Cup. Root on your fellow Americans. Let's bring the Gold Cup back to the U.S. of A. Grab a flag. Drape it around yourself. Local, local real patriotic. All right, we're doing it. Okay. Um, again, leave us a tweet. Follow us on Twitter even. Uh, at from underscore cheap seats. You can follow my personal Twitter. That's at Dylan Thompson 55. That is D Y L A N T H O M P S O N. A full name. Spell out there. I think that's the first time I've done that. Interesting. Um, but yeah, my 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 episodes are are running slim in this beautiful spare bedroom, which is upsetting. But also I can't wait to get back on campus. So, again, I will talk to you in one week, and as always, go USA.